Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, my Dirty fam? Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. So excited to have you back with me today, and I hope you're doing awesome. I hope wherever you find this devotional that today you are in a good mood, that you are believing something incredible is going to come your way. And if you're finding this and you currently just stop crying, your eyes are puffy, you're frustrated, you're angry, I hope today's devotional will help you. Um, I hope you know that you're seen, that you're known, that you're loved, that you are not alone. Um, and we do these devotionals every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, um, if you're brand new to this. And they last about 10 minutes. And I love, love, love uh, that you've taken time to hang out with us. And we've been doing this for about four months now. And so we're coming up on 50 episodes. Pretty wild. Uh, and it's been so cool just uh, hearing feedback from all of you, hearing how the podcast has impacted you and has been helpful for you. And if that is you and I you haven't shared it with me, I'd love to invite you to share that with me. You can follow follow me on uh, Instagram or Facebook at Dirty Devotional. Send me a message. Listen, I will respond back. I promise. And I would just love to hear how these devotionals have impacted you. But today I want to tell you, um, share some content with you. I've been listening to this other podcast that I highly recommend. It's called Therapy and Theology. Lisa Turkhurst does it. Um, they release episodes every every couple weeks, and it's phenomenal. And my wife and I listened to one of them uh, earlier this week, and it literally was just mind-blowing for me. And it was so good, I wanted to share a little bit of it to you and some of my thoughts about it. But to kind of set it up, when I I was about 9 or 10 years old, uh, probably 10 years old, when the first time I played on a football team, I was in uh, 4th or 5th grade and decided to play for my elementary school. And something you should know is at this time, we were the Fairgrove Tigers, and the coach was like brutal, like super intense um, to be an elementary football coach. But here's the thing is they would always win. They always went undefeated, and I wanted to be a part of a winning team. I was pretty overweight but decided to do it and ended up going, uh, went to practice, play, uh, went to practice, and started getting kind of in the groove, learning about the game. And I'll never forget one play. My finger got caught in between two helmets. And let me tell you, it hurt. It hurt bad. Uh, I was like in tears. Like, I had, listen, no shame. I will cry like a baby when I hurt. I still do today. And this hurt. So I was like bawling. And the coach pulled me aside and he said, he said, Zach, you might, you just might not be tough enough uh, to do this. And I was pretty like, he said that, and I was like, this is my coach, someone who I'm looking up to, and he's telling me that I, like, because I'm crying, I I shouldn't play football, and so you know what I did? I quit that day. Um, I stopped playing football uh, because I believed him, and I actually didn't play football again until my freshman year of high school, Um, and Even to today, to this moment, I still remember walking with that coach and him telling me that maybe I'm just not tough enough. And I've spent my life uh, having that line 
um, go into my head. And I think it's affected me, y'all. Um, I'm in counseling, and I think it's something that um, I'm wanting to talk about. And this is all coming from just kind of thoughts I've had over the past couple of days. But here, here's what I was thinking, is sometimes someone can say a line in your life, and something that is uh, very impactful, something that could have been said years ago, something that could have been said last week, and it's a lie. It's not true. Obviously, if any of you were sitting in front of me, you would look at me and you'd be like, Zach, that's not true. You're strong. You're tough. You've overcome so many obstacles. I, if you know me, I know you would speak that to me, and I appreciate that because I recognize that that line is a lie. But for a lot of you, there have been lines spoken into your life that are lies. But the problem is, is you've let that lie become a label. You've let that that lie, that line that someone spoke to you become a label of your life and you've let it define you. Um, some of these lines or lies could be things like, um, you're just not good enough, uh, that you're never going to amount to anything, that uh, you are, you're just a heartbreaker, you can't keep a relationship, so you're just always going to be single. Uh, that you are, you can't keep a man, that you can't keep a woman, uh, that you will always be overweight, you were just meant to be overweight and unhealthy. Um, lies like, uh, you just, you just are plain Jane, you were never meant to look good, that you just, you know, that looks just aren't your thing. All of these things, um, whatever it may be, that you just are, uh, overwhelming, that you're dramatic, that you're too emotional, these lines that have been spoken to you, and they're lies, and you've allowed them to become a label for your life. And now, anytime you try to do something that goes within the realm of that lie that was spoken to you, you second-guess doing it because you believe that it's true. And here's the thing. When we allow lies to become a label, they turn into liabilities. They turn into things in our life that can not only hold us back from the things God wants us to be, but they can hold us back from being authentically who we are and being who God created us to be. That these liabilities can end up, uh, when we believe them, they can actually lead us to make worse decisions for our life, even though we know better. But because we believe what someone else said about us and we've attached it to ourselves, we allow ourselves to make bad decisions because we think it justifies the lie that was spoken to us. And some of you, you have allowed this label, this lie in your life um, to be a liability for far too long. You've allowed what someone else has said about you um, to define you. And I want you to know that that's not okay. Um, I was reading, and I want to read this for you. Uh, Paul was talking to the church in Corinth, it's 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and it starts at verse 11, but before verse 11, um, Paul was talking to all these people, um, and they basically are in these lawsuits, they've been like going after one another, all of this stuff, and I read this verse, and I, I thought it was good for this, because some of you, somebody has said something about you, and it has defined you for so long, and you said, that's who I am, that's who I'll always be, nothing will ever change, and I want to read this verse for you from that standpoint. He says, listen, that is what some of you were. But listen, you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. That label, that lie does not define you anymore. You have been clean from it. You have been given the keys to break loose of those shackles. You are free. Never allow what someone else has said about you to define you and then, and then allow it to direct you in your life. Do not allow 
that line to become a lie and to become a label and to then become a liability. Today, it's time to change and to start speaking truth and positivity about who you are and how God made you. You are not too emotional. You are not too dramatic. Listen, you are beautiful. You are wonderfully made, that you can be a wonderful spouse, that you can be a wonderful partner, that listen, those things that people said about you, they do not have to label you. Today, I want to read this for you one more time. That may be what some of you are, but you are washed, you are sanctified, and you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God, that today you can find freedom from that lie and to protect yourself from the liabilities that can come from letting those things label your life. Let me pray for you. God, I pray for everyone listening. God, I pray that you bring to their mind right now something that they have allowed to label their life that is untrue. Lord, I pray that you speak truth over them right now, that someone in their life would speak positivity to that. Lord, that you would no longer allow those lies to label them. Lord, that you would no longer allow those labels to open the door for destructive behavior. Lord, that it would no longer justify the path that they've been on. But today, Lord, that your truth would empower them, empower us Um, Lord, to live in that truth, Lord, to live better, to make a change, to be authentically who you made us to be. And Lord, I thank you for the freedom that's going to come from that. And Lord, we ask all of this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.